Hello there, good friends. This is Dan Jones with another Quiet Talk to share with you. Do you remember the first time you fell in love? Do you remember what it was like to have one person that you couldn't get off your mind, no matter what you were doing throughout the day, whether it was being at work or in school, what what you were look, looking forward to was the next time you were going to get to be with that one you loved. You may be surprised to hear that God looks forward to being with you. He longs for your company. Unlike us, there is no lack in God that produces this. God is not needy like we are. He is eternally complete in himself, and yet he loves and longs for the ones whom he created. God is love. His love has expressed itself in his creation of mankind. We were created to love God and to be loved by him. There's a story in the Gospel of Luke that I believe points up this truth about God's loving desire for us. It is the story of Mary and Martha of Bethany. Let me share it with you. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Now, until we get to the response of Jesus to the situation, it sure like, looks like Mary needs some talking to. Why wasn't she helping her sister with the hard work of taking care of these guests? Was Mary just lazy? I think there's a hint to the proper understanding of this story in the word used to describe Martha as she was working so hard. Luke says that she was distracted by all she was doing. What she was doing wasn't bad, but she was distracted. Distracted from what? Martha was distracted from Jesus. She was working hard for Jesus, but she wasn't paying any attention to Jesus. But Mary was completely focused on him. She delighted in his presence, in hearing his voice. So Jesus lovingly told Martha that Mary had chosen what was better, fellowship with Jesus is better than working for Jesus. Imagine, if you will, a married couple. They both both work very hard, but in all their hard work, which they would probably say was done each for the other, they had no time just to sit together and enjoy each other's company. Wives, did you marry your husband for the money he makes? Husbands, did you marry your wife just so she could clean up after you and cook dinner? I hope not. 
Back to the opening thought about being in love. Remember how before you were married that it took so long to say goodnight. You stayed up late together because you didn't want to be separated, and you looked forward to being married because you could then always be together and not have to say goodnight. Hopefully, one of the very top reasons for getting married is because you wanted to be with that other person for the rest of your life. By the way, that's called love. Isaiah chapter 62 looks forward to the time of restoration after Judah had suffered for her many sins. God did not delight in the punishment of his people, although their rejection of him made that punishment inevitable. He looked ahead to their forgiveness and healing. Verse 4 says, You shall no more be termed forsaken, and your land shall no more be termed desolate. But you shall be called, My delight is in her, and your land married. For the Lord delights in you, and your land shall be married. God said to Israel, When your day of restoration comes, I am going to change your name to Hephzibah, which means my delight is in her. You may be thinking, perhaps God said that of ancient Israel, but what does it have to do with me? God loves his church. Ephesians tells us that Jesus loved the church and gave himself up for the church. He certainly loves the church as a corporate group, but as you know, groups are made up of individuals. If you believe that God is not much interested in individuals, consider this. Jesus said to his disciples, Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies, and not one of them is forgotten before God? Why, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, you are of more value than many sparrows. I can't imagine any statement that speaks more of God's love for each individual than this. I'm pretty sure that the number of hairs on the head varies with the individual. If science has determined that every person on the planet has exactly the same number of hairs, I haven't heard about it. My friend, just as Jesus was pleased by the fact that Mary just wanted to be with him, he is pleased when you Spend time with him. He longs for you. Now, while we may believe in principle that God loves the whole world, sometimes we have a hard time really believing that the Almighty God, who created this vast universe, really loves us in this way. It is totally amazing and totally true. God spoke through the prophet Jeremiah, and said, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. There are two different Hebrew words for love in this verse from Jeremiah 31. I want to say a bit about the second one. The NIV here translates it unfailing kindness kindness. The fact is, it's hard to translate this word, even using two English words. Now, if you know Hebrew, please forgive me if I botch 
the pronunciation here. But if you do know Hebrew, you'll know what I mean. The word here is chesed. It is a rich word that, as I said, is not easily easy to translate. It denotes kindness, love, loyalty, mercy. I like the old King James Version rendering, loving kindness. Chesed especially relates to the covenantal aspect of our relationship with God, one of the most important ideas in all the Bible. Jeremiah is telling us here that God is drawing us to him by this covenant love, this unfailing loyalty. When the Bible says that Jesus will never leave us or forsake us, it's talking about this chesed, this loving faithfulness of our God. Think about his love for you. Think about God's passion for us. Now come to him. Spend time with him. Listen to his voice. Delight yourself in God, for he delights in you. Have you ever been stood up? Have you ever had an appointment, showed up at the place and waited for a long time for somebody who never came? Jesus is waiting for you to show up. He has made an appointment with you for you alone. He wants to be with you, to speak to you, and to listen to you. He wants to reveal his beautiful, loving nature to you. My favorite invitation hymn says, Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling for you and for me. Please answer that loving call today. Dear precious Lord Jesus, Lord God, we know that your heart is after us. Your desire is toward us. You have loved us with an everlasting love and you have drawn us with your unfailing loving kindness. I pray, Jesus, that those listening to my voice today will turn aside from the things of this world, the things of life, the daily things that scream for our attention, and they will make time to be alone with you, just to be with you, Jesus, just to hear your voice in your precious word, to pray, to talk to you, and to listen to your loving voice. Help us to love you more, O God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My dear friend, uh, some dear Christian uh, folks and myself are attempting to plant a new congregation in the Schenectady, New York area. We would like you to pray for us. We meet on Sundays at 10 a.m. at 1809 Union Street, and that is actually the American Legion Hall, the corner of Cornelius and Union, 1809, and we meet for worship at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and we would be honored if you don't have a church home and you live in that area to, for you to visit with us. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you would like to contact me, my email address is father.danjones at outlook.com. May God richly bless you.